therapy really is the use of movement to achieve whatever is needed for a person um, to become more happy, more adjusted, uh, to have a feeling of joy in living, to have a more natural use of body movement. Some of the great dance therapists believe that if our bodies learn to move more naturally in a feeling of rhythm and a rhythmic pattern which is normal and healthy and happy, the problems that beset us that are expressed in abnormal movement or unhappy movement or lack of movement or frenetic movement adjusts itself with the actual use of good movement. A great dance therapist like Trudy Stute begins by trying to get her patients to move in a normal kind of walk and a happy run or skip or a swinging movement. And if a person is regressed or hasn't moved or won't speak, to begin to move a little more quickly. Or if you have a frenetic patient, one who moves constantly and doesn't stop and goes on and on and faster and faster, learn to kind of slow down a bit and get this natural gait. It's like being sad and looking in a mirror and smiling at yourself, and in spite of yourself, you begin to feel a little happier. I know that for myself and my friends, uh, dance is a way of life, and I see it again in the next generation. I have a little granddaughter who almost never just walks, she always dances. She doesn't skip, she almost flies, and her body moves in the direction of any kind of dance. And the thing that I loved first in dance was the fact that it was a nonverbal language that brought people together. And so you can watch a ballerina from Sweden, and you can watch an African dancer, and watch some of the folk dancers from Greece, for instance, and there's an immediate feeling of love and excitement and togetherness that I think no other language except music will give us, except when you do it with your own body, it gives you a personal closeness that nothing else can give you.
this is Nora, and this is your Holistic Health Exercise Album. We're going to get healthy from the inside out. Holistics is a most complete exercise program. And always remember, your outer body is a reflection of the health of your inner body. We're going to begin with a wonderful exercise. It's a yoga exercise, and it stretches every major muscle group in the entire body. And while you're doing this, I'd like you to visualize that you're on a sunny beach, and that you can feel the warmth of the sun on your body. And I want you to see how good you can make the stretches feel. And this exercise stretches every major muscle group in the entire body. And I want you to try to make it feel good. And we begin in A, and stand comfortably with your hands together. And then inhale and stretch your arms upward and back as in D. Now exhale as in C. And bend forward. And if possible, bring your head to your knees. And try to put your hands on the ground beside your feet. And now D. Inhale and step backward with one leg. While keeping the other foot between your hands. Look upward. And now E, bring the other leg back. This is supported by your arm and your feet. Now F, from the board position, you're going to exhale, drop your knees back to the floor. And your buttocks will be in there. I know it's a bit awkward, but it's great for your spine. Between the hands as you step upward, and if possible, bring the head to the knees. Now, head. Inhale and raise the arms upward and stretch back. And now, L. Exhale and bring the hands together in front of the body. And you return to the first position. This feels wonderful. It's a great stretch. It's wonderful to wake yourself up with this exercise in the morning.
games, many of whom began dancing as children. As a teacher of dance to children, what do you think is a sensible age for children to begin, you know, to begin studying dance? Well, this is something that I really had investigated many, many years ago. When I came back to Chicago from my work in California with the Spartan Dance Group, I began teaching older children, nine, ten, and up. And eventually, more of the younger ones came, more and more young ones. And I was not satisfied with the way I was teaching. I didn't feel comfortable with the little children. And I looked around to see what my colleagues were doing with the younger ones, because more and more were coming in. And they weren't doing any better than I did. So I had to look in to see what we could do. What do you say, young, younger ones, about what? Uh, oh, the six, seven, five-year-olds, too. And uh, they, what we did with the ballet or with the strict modern did not apply to the little children, really. And then I became involved at the University of Chicago Nursing School doing experimental work to find the best age for teaching children. The uh, technical facilities can be mastered very comfortably between the ages of eight and eight and a half to compensate for all that would go from five to eight. So why bother with just a technique? But at the same time, I did notice What's the matter with the team? The team's all right. What's the matter with the team? The team's all right. Well, who said so? Everybody. Well, who said so? Everybody. Well, who is everybody? Rocky High. Well, who's everybody? Rocky High. Rock, 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 Rocky High. and also the semantic bear trap of bad taste. And actually, I do have, and I will always be accused of bad taste by the people who eat in restaurants to reserve service, you know, that kind of thing to anyone, yeah. But you might be interested in how I became offensive. <laughs> uh, I started in school with um, uh, drinking and... Uh, I was really, I was like a real depressed kid, you know, seven, eight years old, and I'd really get juiced and get out of my house. And uh, so the teacher would really get bumped, you know, with, with me singing and carrying on uh, and calling Columbus a fink and, uh, and, and boosting Aaron Burr and all that. Offense, there's the thing. It's, uh, there's semantics. There are words that offend me. Uh, Governor Farber's segregation offend me. 
uh, nighttime television presenting some kind of show. Uh, the shows that exploit homosexuality, narcotics, and prostitution under the guise of helping societal problems. And the except like for a few shows, one guy on the coast got like a nutty sense of humor. And he found out big like there were kids. It's uh, his semantics. There are words that offend, uh, let's see, Governor Farbus, segregation offend me, uh, nighttime television offends me, some kind of show. <laughs> uh, the shows that exploit homosexuality, narcotics, and prostitution under the guise of helping societal problems. And the, except like for a few shows, one guy on the coast got like a nutty sense of he found out, big like there were kids, that eight and nine years old that were sniffing airplane glue. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to get high on, you know, and uh, so I had sort of a fantasy how it happened. The kid is alone in his room, and it's Saturday. The child is played by George McCready.
2167. So take a look, take a ride before you decide. Hurry on down to Wide Track Town, your Pontiac dealers, and get your new Pontiac. Only 2167. Now. <laughs> Some people want to see my blood rush out. Work and play. 
It's Friday night. You're at MutinyRadio.fm and .sf, and it's time for Happy Hour, the happiest hour of two hours of comedy on the internet, streaming, and everywhere else that exists with comedy. Happy Friday. Yay! You're all here. We're all here. It's four-minute sets. You'll hear the horn at three. I try to do it on a punchline so that it doesn't disturb you too much, (laughs) the scary clown horn. Uh, But we're going to do those sets, and it's going to be really fun, and we're going to be each other's audience because it doesn't look like there's any people with souls in here today. But usually people come by and they're like, oh, the comedy, what's going on? And then there's real people here sometimes too. So yay, thanks for being here though. And be nice to each other as audience and clap your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. It's Kelly Evans. Yay. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hell yeah. I decided not to go home for the holidays. Give it up for me. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Every time I'm there, I just end up missing here, you know. And so, you know, in order to get a piece of home, I sometimes have to walk outside and take a shit on the sidewalk, you know. And that's – I bring a piece with me. You know what I mean? Um, if you don't know, I'm from Texas. Uh, that's how they say it. You have to say it with a little bit of racism, you know. That's how <laughs> – it's Texas, you know. Like, you just don't really f- – you're not quite sure about Chinese people. You know what I mean? That's how – no offense. Um, no, it is a very racist place, though. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of. Anyway, um, I don't know if you know this about the South, but it's racist. And, uh, I mean, so much so, in fact, there are some people who think the South is going to rise again. That's like a statement they say in, in Mississippi. The South shall rise again. Like, not with those test scores. Man, you know, have you seen the science and math scores? Like, you got to be able to spell secession to do secession, I'm pretty sure tight um let's see what else uh oh i I, speaking of racism um i was in an uber the other day and the driver was like chinese people can't drive and he was korean so that was weird you know i was like turns out white people are the only one feeling bad about racism we are other races are just living it up you know they're just having a great time it's just a wild thing to say go back to where you came from when you're also not from here you know that shit was weird. Um, I uh, let's see. I used to do OxyContin. Thank you, I'm a hero. Um, yeah, I did Oxy, and uh, I stopped doing it because my family was upset. And um, so I, you know, once I kind of got off drugs, I was like spending a lot more time with them. You know, I actually learned something. I should have kept doing the Oxy. I should have just kept doing. <laughs> yeah, my family sucks. They are. It was not worth it, honestly. Um, I'd rather be an addict. Uh, all right, I'll finish on this last thing because it's long. Um, uh, my friend is about to have a baby, and uh, so he's actually going to be stay at home because his wife has a much more successful job than he does. Uh, yeah, makes him a loser. A fucking yeah. No, he's a hero. He's a hero. Way to go. It is weird when he breastfeeds, though. You know that is awkward for everybody. Uh, I just. The thing that annoys me is we were at the baby shower and somebody was like, uh, being a parent is the hardest job in the world. And I was like, it's not a fucking job, man. I've never got a job where it came with placenta, you know? I'm just saying, it's not, it's not, why do we keep calling it a job? I know that makes 
stay home parents feel better but it's it's way harder than any fucking job like if i had a job that made me clean shit up and show up early constantly i would flush it down the toilet you know what i mean is that too dark that was too i knew pam would like that one all right that one was just for pam anyway i just yeah i've never cared about a job the way you probably care about being a parent you know um also uh because ironically becoming a parent is way easier than getting any job. There's no drug tests or tests at all. You can just, uh, yeah, you just easily become. I never become. I never got a job because I was just too horny one time, and I didn't pull out. I was like, oh fuck, I forgot. You're the CEO now. You know, that's never, never fucking happened once, man. Although it would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty tight if it worked that way. I would love to come early and then get a job for it. Um, also, the thing is, you can quit a job, you know? You can't quit, but you can quit being a coal miner, and people are very congra- they're congratulatory. They're like, hey, good for you. You know, you're retired. If you quit being a parent, all people have is questions. That is it. You're just like, think about how much more free time I have. You're like, where the fuck are your kids, man? All right, that was uh, very high energy. Thank you very much. Have fun. Uh, I'll see you later. Where the fuck are your kids? Yay, Kelly Evans. Yay. Yay, Kelly Evans. Kids are gross. Uh, your next comedian, a super funny guy. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for Devontre Coleman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why did you sit on the stool instead of one of the chairs? just wanted to be all the way in the back. Oh yeah, all right, joke time. Uh, I think we should bring back slavery. Simply because I'm tired of having to clean my own apartment. I don't think black people should be the slaves. I think uh, white Uber drivers should be the slaves. Um, I say that, but I'm not racist. I, uh, I'm not racist. I, I, I know that racism is wrong. We can all agree that racism is wrong, right? Cool, yeah. But... That was a that was low energy. I'm leaving as soon as I'm done. Ra- all racism is wrong, but it's not all bad. There are some perks to racism. Like personally, my favorite perk is that because of racism, random white couples will never ask me to take pictures of them with their phones. Oh uh, yeah, racism could have stopped a lot of things. Like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, he's been in media lately. He could have been stopped with just a sprinkle of racism because if you don't know, he killed 17 men of color, like 17 minority men. If he was just a little bit more racist, it would have only been two white men, max, because the police care about white people. Um, y'all like video games? Make some noise if you like playing video games. Ooh, this is a high-energy crowd. This is my favorite. I like video games, um, but I don't like being called a gamer. I feel like that's our N-word. It's actually way worse because no one's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. They usually use the hard R. Uh, yeah, I would prefer if people outside of the gaming community referred to us as people of games. Uh, yeah, I need to lose weight. I go like big girls. And it's weird because when, when you're skinny and you date bigger women, it's like you're being adventurous and she's accomplishing something. But... Have you ever seen two big people on a date? It just looks like they both settled. I uh, I uh, I recently found this new diet. It's called the Jurassic Diet, where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would have eaten. I don't think it's gonna work though, cause 
I genuinely believe that dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. Um, are we a sex positive crowd? We we believe in sex work and all that makes some noise. Yeah, I think we need to shed more light on the real heroes though. Those are the sex volunteers, because without them, we'd be miserable. Um, you all you all believe in like exploring your sexuality, right? I've been exploring my sexuality lately, and the older I get, the more I realize that my sexual preferences are on the default settings. Like, uh, freaky shit actually isn't cool to me anymore. I recently got invited to my first orgy, and I don't really know how I feel about that. Because to be invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to watch or join in. But uh, I'm going to find out on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to end on uh, this chug, though. Be in love. Uh, so, those, like, I know that freaky shit isn't my forte because, like, dirty talk scares me. Because when you're too good at dirty talk, it becomes, like, intimidating. I was with this lady recently, and in the heat of the moment, she said to me, she said, I want you to fill me up with so much cum that it seeps out of my pores. Like, first of all, I definitely got to get tested after this. But also, like, that wasn't improvised. She practiced that in front of a mirror for, like, weeks. Also, I didn't want her to, like, be upset with me. Like, I I wanted her to stay in the zone. So the first thing I thought of, I said, and I said, yo, after fucking with a nigga like me, you're going to need a dermatologist. Mm, yeah, thank you. I'm Devontra. Devontra Coleman, yay! I understand about those practice lines. I was, hey, I was on the bus and um, some children behind me, they were probably 15-year-old guys, they, one of them said to another one, I came so hard on her chest, I knocked the wind out of her. I was like, you did not. You haven't come on anything but your own chest, you fucking child. I did not say that to the child. Your next comedian, clap your hands together for Jared Senna. What the fuck is up, guys? Hey. Hey, Spencer. Nice to see you, Hagrid. Anyways, uh, hey, my name's Jared. One of Pam's abortions that came to life. Yep. Uh, following in mom's footsteps. I uh, wish she acknowledged my existence. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so uh, recently, uh, I was having sex with a guy. Thank you, Josh. Uh, he forgot to pull out. Now he's CEO of my startup. Uh, I know. You're ripping off Kelly. Dad. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. If you always want to see Brave, I can do more than just that. No? Okay, anyways, you know what? I have stuff to work on. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I was uh, popular in high school. Uh, I was known as that one kid that got hit by a car. I was on my way to smoke weed with my friend at a local park, and a car hit me as I was crossing the street. Yeah. I know, Spencer. Uh, it's funny. It's funny, my grandma once told me that smoking weed would put me in a hospital. I didn't think it would involve a Kia Sorento. Um, it was really hard to walk. I was in a full body cast, wheelchair, but it was really easy for me to find a homecoming date. I just went up to the hottest girl I saw and just guilt tripped the shit out of her. At first it didn't work, but eventually she caved in when I reminded her about the charges I filed for hitting me in the first place. Um, uh, let's see, uh, 
All right, we're going to segue into porn jokes. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was brave, too. Fuck yeah. Uh, um, um, uh, okay. Uh, oh, what was this? God, how this joke went. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. I <laughs> Thanks for uh, covering me blanking out here. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I don't really, uh, uh, as a Gen Z person, I'm really grateful for all the resources the internet has provided me. I'm not worry worried about any desensitization. And when I really mean resources, I mean porn. Um, um, I'm really glad I grew up with porn, you know, uh, I was talking to uh, one of my older millennial friends. He said that one time growing up, he had no access to porn, so he just drew a picture and masturbated. Yeah, um, it sounds like a really insane thing to do, but I got to give the man credit. He has artistic talent that really did look like his stepmom. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, uh, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad I have porn because uh, I don't have to run into that same problem uh, because I, I – because if I want to watch porn, I can just go on the internet and I can find his stepmom everywhere. So. Okay, maybe there's something there. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to be like, uh, maybe there's something there. I want to be like Mr. Miyagi to my kid. Uh, I love the karate kid. Uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to teach him to do chores until he learns a very important lesson at the end. But uh, this is not going to be for self-defense. It's going to be for something different. Uh, when he's finally having sex with his girlfriend, he's finally gonna be kn know what to do. And I don't know how the fuck that joke's gonna that joke's gonna go. I I, I we're, I'm gonna work on that one. But you know what? Give it up for all the comics in the room. Give it up for Pam. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Keep your hands clapping for Jared Zena. He's so brave. Jared, um, are you are you brave enough to eat one of my cheese? I made these Georgian cheese breads. They had 60 milligrams of weed yesterday. I was so high. It's just, yeah, I'll get it out of the bag for you in a sec. Um, yeah. um, hold on. So, yeah, you're, you're brave enough to do it. It's 60 minutes. Yeah, that's why yesterday at the bar on Dolores, Mike, I was in a supine position. I was, like, reclined the entire – I couldn't get up. And everyone had to hand me the microphone because I was like, I can't do it today. I can't stand up and down. Um, all right, your next hit was – they're really strong. Just be careful. Maybe don't eat the whole thing. I don't know. 6D, 6 zero. Well, he could do, good luck. It's, they taste so good, it's kind of hard not to. Your next comedian, so lovely, put your hands together for Ian Langland. Yo, what's up? Jared's going to eat that edible and we're not going to hear from him ever again. <laughs> you know where you're going to be? You're going to be living on Van Ness if you eat that fucking edible, bro. And not in an apartment complex. Um, all right, there he goes. Oh, shit. Just scarf it. Let him live a little bit. Jared's got Jared's excitement. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you get taller, Jared. <laughs> okay, I gotta tell a joke now. Okay. Uh, there's a um, there's a very interesting divide between my generation and my parents' generation. Um, it comes up a lot. People are always talking about it, but. For me, it's like I get in arguments with like my aunts and uncles about generational stuff like all the time. 
And it's like really annoying because the way I look at it, it makes sense that I don't know things from the 70s, but when I tell them about things happening now, it like blows their fucking mind. It's it's so weird. Like I was talking to my uncle the other day, and I told him I was like I've actually never written a letter before. He was like, "What the fuck are you fucking talking about?" He he treated me like I was like a, in a psych ward. He thought I was insane. And then I showed him how to find Google on his phone, and he was like, whoa, Steve Jobs. Sorry we can't all be tech geniuses. <laughs> I just feel like there's like a disconnect. As we, and then he turned around, and he was like, you don't know the lead actor from Gilligan's Island, you <laughs> fucking idiot? <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't know that, actually. It's just, I don't know, I, I, it happens to me all the fucking time. And directions are another one. I get it, you know, I do get it, like my parents' generation. Directions is everything. Directions, to get everywhere, you need it. Whoa! God damn, I was, I was in such a good flow, too. I'm going to blame that on Jared. Um, rewind. Uh, directions were like a big deal, I get it. <laughs> I need to get this out. Uh. Yeah, it was, yeah, I get it. That's like that's how you do it. Everything was directions. You take this, you do this, you do this. My dad, every time I go anywhere, he's like, this is what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to go down 280, and once you hit the East Bend Turnpike, you're going to take the third exit, and all I hear when he's saying that is, like, <laughs> like the parents from, like, the fuck, par- parents from Charlie Brown, you know, and they go, like, wah, wah, wah. Like, it's nothing. There's, there's no, I'm not retaining any of the information. He's saying it just like, wah, 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 and, I, and then I'm like, I'm just going to put it into Google Maps. God, I wish I caught that better, but it's okay. And then I, I just feel, I also feel like when you reach the age of 65, you, you should, like, lose all privileges to the Internet. I think that's that's what I think. I, I just don't, I don't know if there's anyone at that age that's doing any good on the Internet. Like, I'll post something on my Instagram, and, like, my great aunt in Foster City will, like, comment on it. She'll be like, hey, Ian, looking handsome. How's the weather out there? Things are good here in Foster City. Me and Uncle Mike just settled down in our new home. Would love to see you sometime soon. Much love to the parents. And I'm like, I didn't need to know any of that. This is Instagram, and I just posted a dick pic. So, stoked. Um, actually, I think that's all I wanted to do, so I'm just going to give my time back. Thank you, everybody. The very generous Ian Langlands. Yay, Ian. He has new jokes. That's exciting. Oh. (laughs) If we want to have a mustache growing contest, you guys, I am definitely going to win that one. Uh, Your next comedian. I pluck mine. I don't know if you shave. Uh, I I don't shave anything. I let it flow. Yeah, it's no sh- no shave November, right? Is that what it is? Beard out November. Oh, <laughs> amazing! Your next comedian, so funny, so wonderful. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. I don't think I'm ever gonna emotionally recover from me and being mean to me. I don't think I can handle it. Uh, I went to Dolores Park this last weekend. And I saw this magician there, the incomparable Ivan. That dude was better than. Wait, no, he was worse than, fuck, I can't, I can't, <laughs> so fucking dumb, because incomparable means you can't. Anywho, uh, if you listen to Kanye West, you might think that Jews run the world, uh, but if you listen to Beyonce, you know who run the world? 
girls, yeah. So if you ever meet a Jewish woman, you do what the fuck she tells you. All right, Jewish women. Uh, Jews are a lot like pineapple pizza, you know? Like, half the world hates them. No one really knows why. Uh, they're a bit of an acquired taste, but they're sweet enough when you get to know them. They're no pepperoni, for obvious reasons. All right, this is going well. Um, I am Jewish. Uh, I keep kosher because it says to in the in the thing. And um, I don't know. Like, I, I keep kosher, but no one really knows if, like, that's the rule, right? Like, I feel like it would suck if I got to heaven and God was just like, why didn't you have bacon? That You need that to get in. That's why we made it taste so good. Why didn't you do this? Okay, cool. Find out new fucking shit. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Um, more Jewish stuff. I'm Jewish. Uh, my girlfriend's Asian, which means that when you come to visit our place, you have to take off your shoes. Uh, but you can complain about it as much as you want. You know, in fact, it's required. Um. <laughs> Vontre's giving me a look like he's trying to, like, stare through my chest cavity. I don't know. Do you have, like, laser vision or something you're working on? Or, like, you're trying to shoot through here? That's fair. Sorry. That's a rough, that's a rough draw. Um, anyways, um, yeah. I'm dang an Asian girl. Uh, a lot of Jews and Asians date. I think it's because our parents are so similar. Like, my parents are controlling, her parents are controlling. My parents are frugal. Her parents are frugal. My parents uh, totally ashamed of my comedy career. Her parents totally ashamed in her taste in men. Um, yeah, we went to this uh, we went to this sushi spot the other night, and uh, on the outside of the sushi spot, there's this sign that said, "We are against anti-Asian hate." But there's a hyphen between Asian and hate, so it read like, "We are against being anti-Asian hate. We love Asian hate." I was like, oh my god, what a great ad campaign to take racist people's money. I was just like, do you hate the Asian culture and everything it stands for? Come discuss it over sushi and sake bombs. For an extra $500, you can pronounce nigiri however you want. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, I do think it's weird. Like, there's, there's all these hate crimes against Asian people, these, these racist who are blaming Asian folks for COVID, they're going up and attacking Asian people in the street, which it's weird to me because, like, how are you so racist that you blame all Asian people for COVID, yet not racist enough to assume they all know Kung Fu? You should be terrified of attacking these people, all right? You don't get to just pick and choose the stereotypes you want to believe in. Like, I need to figure out an example there. Um, you know what? Fuck all of this. I'm going to do one more joke. Um... Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to go die now. Cool. Peace out. Yay! Josh Kotsky, yay! No, no. He was being metaphorical, I think. Or he was... He's, he's anti-anti-suicide. He's, he's suicide prevention anti... anti. He's raising awareness for anti-euthanasia. Anti-self-euthanasia. You're the next comedian. Uh, I was, uh, hey, I don't know what I don't say. He has a great show coming up this Friday, 11-11 uh, at Booze Land, Emperor Norton's at 7 o'clock. Put your hands together for Dorian Trung.
I uh, ran out of clean pants, so that's why I'm wearing pants uh, that belongs to the giant. I wait for him to fall asleep before I stole these from him, and have to wait long in real time. It's fucking me in the ass. I uh, I was getting my uh, I was getting a blowjob recently, guys, and uh, and then my girlfriend got really upset at me because I was like super different. Thought I was cheating. I was sneaking around her back by like eating hamburgers. Turned out it was gaucho. It was like one of those horse girls. She's like sensitive. Inflammation disorder. Anyway. We broke up and um I think it took us breaking up before I realized how much I missed uh jacking off. And it's the only way I could come sitting down there. Yeah, I've had a lot of free time in my hands, so I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I just watched the new, uh, the newest season of the Game of Thrones show. Makes me really wish I had a sister. I uh, also started watching um, my new favorite show, uh, Love on a Spectrum. I mean, I didn't even know those guys were autistic. I thought it was just a bunch of cool dudes in it in the dating game. I was taking notes. I was looking back and I was like, these are swords, Doras, going to the zoo. Now I feel so stupid writing that down. I should have known something was up when I uh when I saw one of those guys like super into ligers, you know what I mean? And for you guys who don't know, a liger is just a big retarded lion. My uh, my friend dressed up as Kanye over Halloween, he uh, wore one of those uh, White Lives Matter sweaters. Whoa! So I pulled him aside. Like, Dude, that's not cool, man. All lives matter. Some people think uh, Kanye is racist. You know, some people say he's anti-Semitic. I say he's a hero. He single-handedly ended Stop Asian Hate. What else I have here? Don't have anything else, Pam. Thank you. Dorian Trung, everyone, giving his time back to the room. Does anybody have, like, one of those flosser things, those individual flosser things in their bag? I have, anyway. That, not too thick. Um, Your next comedian, what a gem, what a sparkle. Put your hands together, everybody, for Colin Braun. Thank you. Thank you. I have more jokes about depression. Are you guys familiar with Are you guys are you guys familiar with despair? I'd like to get familiar with despair? All right. I'm not depressed today. Thank you. Anyway, um I've been reading the Quran um because I left my husband in a hurry and I grabbed a book. Um didn't even realize what I had done until halfway through the third straw realized Hindu prayers. Then I soon learned that both pride and prejudice are to be avoided in life. But um, I've noticed that uh, comedians will joke about just about everything except for Islam. And wait, they say the wrong thing, cross the wrong line, and an angry, violent mob of white liberals 
come and behead their career. But Twitter's dead now. Um, so is my ability to share. So let's just uh, keep going about it. <coughs> so I grew up in a worldly, liberal suburb of Boston. I always thought in that uh, schooling that I knew a decent amount about Islam. It turns out I, uh, I didn't know shit, and neither do any of you. So let's all learn together. Now, Islam is an Abrahamic religion, meaning that Muslims worship the same all-knowing, all-powerful God as Jews and Christians. They all talk about him a little bit different. In Islam, God is merciful. Whereas in Christianity, God is loving. And in Judaism, God is busy. Don't bother him. Islam was established in the 600s by the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. During a time when the religious groups, this is a very long bit, I had to slow down, sorry. During a time when the religious groups on the Arabian Peninsula, polytheists, Jews, Christians, were always in conflict. It may surprise you, learn that Christians today, Christians 1,300 years ago, were exactly the same. They were just going around, knocking on doors, saying, hey, good news, Jesus is the Son of God. The polytheists were like, yeah, they, they all have kids. How do you spell Jesus? Is it with a G? Thank you. Anyway, that would upset the Christians. They'd go and upset a Jewish guy next door, and he'd have to get out of the bath. And um, he'd say, look, your friend sounds like very nice, but what does he mean he's the son of God? Also, the mezuzah says permissible. So that theological tension brewing, growing, until eventually all of Arabia was reduced to pointless tribalistic fighting in the desert. It was like gays in Palm Springs, Beyonce versus Gaga. Nothing's getting accomplished. Nobody's having fun. Girl, you're dehydrated. And so through his teachings, and against all odds, the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, united the tribes under one religion. People of the Middle East have gotten along. Thank you. Now, one of the most well-known aspects of Islam is that they pray five times a day. It turns out this was not originally what God wanted. He said to the prophet, peace be upon him, like the new religion, kids, 50 times a day, and the prophet peace says, sure, that's great. So he leaves the meeting room with God, and he's heading down the escalator. He runs into Moses. Moses, hey, had it go up there with the big guy. Oh, he said, it, it, it went good. Uh, he said 50 times a day. Moses said, kid, I know you're new to this. I've had people follow me before. They never pray sticker price. Get back there and negotiate. So Moses walks him through this cosmic negotiation. Gets God down to five times a day from 50. That's the Bay Area equivalent of a beautiful hill, of a beautiful home in the Oakland Hills for $185,000. Now, God is all-powerful. God is all-knowing. God created the heavens and earth and the kittens and the puppies and the chocolates and the flowers. No one ever said God is a good businessman. Frankly, I'm amazed that he even managed to make a profit. upon him. Uh, is that sacrilegious if I say that about you? Your next comedian runs a great room down in the South Bay first and third Wednesdays. Put your hands together, everybody, for Wally Hippolito! Oh, shit. Happy Friday, folks. Happy fucking Friday. 
up. Um, I've been watching a new TV show. Or I've been watching a TV show lately called uh, World's Toughest Prisons. Y'all heard of it? Yeah. If you haven't, it's a. Uh, it's like Orange is the New Black, but with less lesbians. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I've um. I was watching this episode in the Philippines, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, if I were locked up, I'd probably be the fucking top dog in that prison, right? Cut to a scene where a dude's getting gangbanged, and then he looks exactly like me. Uh, turns out I'd make a better bottom bitch, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, y'all know I love to gamble. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, people call it an addiction, but uh, I like to call myself a gambling enthusiast. Because addiction implies that I'm like, I get really desperate, you know, to get my things paid for, like, really desperate to get a fix. And, you know, I'm not sucking bookies off for $50 to get a parlay paid for, you know what I mean? That's what I bring my sister for. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you guys, guys. I, I'm, I don't have a sister, though, especially since the last time I had to pay off the Yakuza. Thank you. Um... Yeah, there's this group called Moms Against Gambling, and they're set out to make um, online gambling harder for kids to do. And I think it's kind of stupid, you know, because, like, if my if I ever caught my kid gambling, like, that's, like, the least weirdest thing on the Internet, am I right, guys? Like, these women have obviously been never been on chat roulette before, you know? Like, if my kid is putting up $50 for Thursday night football, God bless his soul. Because it teaches me a couple of things. Uh, one, that that kid is ambitious. And two, 